Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. Rediscover downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's uh, I'm Ready by the late, great Bats Domino. Sending that out to Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr., who seem completely ready for the regular season. Uh, all right, we'll get to that in a minute. I did want to... Uh, so earlier we were talking about the uh, ESPN rankings. And as you've pointed out yesterday, everyone does rankings, and they'll all be different, etc. But uh, I opened the show with the latest ESPN rankings, and uh, because we now have 11 through 50 are out. Yesterday was 100 to 50. Now we have uh, 50 to 11. And there is John Morant at 35 and Jaron Jackson at 31. Um, Ja has taken note of this. And uh, on Twitter, I know there's nothing you like more than interpreting uh, emojis from Twitter. Jeffrey, have you seen the Ja emojis? There is a laughing face. NBA Central tweets out, ESPN ranked John Morant as the ninth best player Last season, they now have him ranked 35 for this season. Ja has responded with a laughing face, a uh, a, a sand a, a timer. You know what this thing called a sand thing? What's that thing called? A uh, you, what, uh, I you know, know whatever. And a uh, and a little Zen little dude doing uh, you know uh, uh, whatever. And then he also says no U turns. So uh, what do you make of the ranking, Chris? A Ja Morant at 35. Well, he's earned his way down the list, and he can earn he can earn his way back up, uh, and that that's sort of where it is. You know, I mean, I don't know in terms of like I haven't read like the intro to the list if they if they sort of describe what they're trying to say. Are they trying to say these are the the way players are ranked in a vacuum if you play a game tonight? Or are they trying to sort of assess the total value for the coming season? If it's the latter, John Moran's going to miss at least twenty five games, and so you know that on the front end, and that impacts his total value, you know, on the season. I suspect it's more these are the best players. I mean, factoring health, factoring in health issues. But there's a question about John Morant's, you know, reliability. And so he, you know, again, he's earned his way down. He can earn his way back up. If I interpreted the hiero, the, the 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 new age hieroglyphics that you described correctly, <laughs> I, I, I think I think that is the proper attitude. Whether like publicly responding is necessary, I don't really care. But it sounds like the proper attitude about it. But you got to sort of back that up, and so he'll have his he'll have his chances. 
Sam Hardiman has found the word for me. The word is hourglass. Thank you, Sam. Yes. And thank you. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't think of a word, you know? That happens yep. more and more. What is that word for that thing? The sand, you know, runs from here to there. The word is hourglass. The closest right. I was getting was like sand timer. Sand dial, but it's not a sand dial, a sundial. No. That's a different thing. Uh, anyway, like, John. Like what? Like saying through the hourglass, so go the days of our lives. Exactly. I mean, uh, John Moran at 35. So Jaron Jackson was at 31. Now, uh, last year, the Defensive Player of the Year um, was Marcus Smart, and he was, I think, 34 last year. So the same kind of range where they put the Defensive Player of the Year. But here we go, Chris. Right. Here are the players. These are among the players who ranked ahead of Ja and Jaron both. Tell me, would you, if you were a GM and we were having a dispersal draft, which of these players would you draft ahead of either of them? Paulo Bancaro, Trey Young, Laurie Markkinen, Brandon Ingram, Drew Holiday, Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, De'Aaron Fox, Dante Sabonis, Tyrese Halliburton, or Carl Anthony Towns. That gets you to 20. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of names for me to remember, like, immediately. That's sort of a long right. list. Did um, anyone strike, strike you, though? Like, Bancaro, Trey Young? I, I, yeah, I, go ahead. I, I, think, I, think, I think John, Jaron are certainly better than Bancaro right now. Um, I I'm not. I've never been the biggest Trey Young fan. I, I think they're both better than Trey Young to me in terms of trying to win basketball games. Um, you know, uh, Sabonis had a great year. You know, it's it, it certainly. It, I, I can't think of anyone on that list. Sabonis pops up the most. Um, that's clearly better. I don't know if he even he's clearly better. But certainly, there are a lot of names on that list who guys who put up numbers that I don't think help you win like I towns and young are, are, are really like very much that thing. I think Ben Caro until proven otherwise is that. And so, you know, yeah. And so Ja, ja obviously would be higher if it's not for his issues. Um, Jaron could be higher, but that's a pretty strong rank for Jaron. So I don't know really quarrel with that. Right. The difference between the Jaron rank and the Desmond Bain rank is where like, if you want to take umbrage fans or grizzly, like they're really, they're really underrating Desmond Bay. Like when I saw that list today and I saw like Jared Allen and DeAndre Ayton in the top 50. Right. And I, I, I love big men, but like there's no way on earth I'm taking either of those dudes over Desmond Bay in this season. Right. Well, and the truth of the matter is, is that this goes to your worked his way down the list and worked his way up the list. Beyond the right. very elite, it becomes very squishy, very fast. You know, like you yep. can you can go from 12 to 29 in a blink, right? They're all good players. They all put up numbers, um, you know. And so um, it, it's obviously this is this is what we do as we head into this. It feels a little more once you get into the top 20. Like there, Devin Booker's 11. That's pretty, you know. Like Devin Booker's 11. Jimmy Butler's 12. Anthony Edwards right. is 13. Um, Once you crack into that top top twenty to top fifteen, and that's where Josh should be, right? right. Josh should be in that conversation with Jimmy Butler and Damian Lillard and, and Devin Booker and more of those kind of guys. That's right. where his talent should put him. Um, other things have taken him out of that. There's still issues, you know, questions about him on the floor. I, I, I you know, to, again, to get back to the Bain thing, I think, I think, I think Bain is going to lay waste to that ranking uh, this season. <laughs> And I, I think, you know, if I, if I watch the Grizzlies through these two games to get back to sort of my song, like, John needs to come back and get back on track because, because his sidekicks are ready. Like, he, he now has a true 
all-star level, where they make the games or not, it's a separate question. A true all-star level sidekick in the backcourt and a true all-star level sidekick in the front court. They are entering their, their primes. Hopefully the primes will last for a long time, but they're, I think they're in, it starts now. And those dudes are ready. And so John needs to get back on track and get ready with them. So, um, okay, over to that. Uh, what did you see from them last night? Um, well, you mean those guys played? Yeah, this sure. They, I, those guys in particular. And by the way, what was your you what was your prediction for Bain? It was twenty five. What was your prediction? I think he's got a chance to average twenty five, five and five. It's not for the season, and then until Jock comes back, and right. you know the twenty five may be a lot after Jock comes back. He was twenty one, five and five last night in twenty six minutes. You know, right. I, I think he looks great. He, he looks. Seems like he's toned up even more. He's a little bit slimmer and quicker even than he was last season while still having the strength. You can see, to me, the zip of his movement in a way that he didn't have after the toe injury last year. And I also think, like, when they play lineups where, like, they don't have a point guard out there and he's basically the point guard, like, looks totally fine, if not better than some of the lineups with a point guard. Like, I, I think I think he's, he's, he's geared up to have a major season. And Jaron just Jaron looks looks grown now. He's going to go back to what he he said in, in you know media day. It's like no more growing into my body. Like I'm grown. He looks grown, and he looks confident on both ends of the floor. You know, last night he plays 24 minutes, 17 points, five boards, two assists, three blocks. He's hitting threes. He's attacking the rim. Like you know, he just he looks like a total you know not a finished product. I think mean, he can get better in all kinds of ways, but he really looks like he's the guy who's putting a lot, all the pieces together. Um. All right. In terms of other things last night, um, Zaire started 10 points, two assists, steal block, hit a couple of nice uh, – the assists were pretty. Um, thoughts on Zaire? Yeah, Zaire's entered the chat. I, I think I, – <laughs> I don't know whether Taylor Jenkins will, will give David Roddy or Jake LaRavia or John Conchar or some other player. I don't know whether, like, the third game will be a third different starter at small forward. But I strongly suspect this, this discussion is going to be a Luke Kennard, Zaire Williams discussion now. I don't really see a path where anyone else is going to be the starting small forward. I think it's those two. And I think Zaire has made up, you know, not, a, not an overwhelming case. Certainly he was, he was kind of so-so in game one. But he looks a lot better than he did last year. Um, I, I, think, I think he has entered the conversation to, to – it's not really a competition of who's better because I think Kennard's better – but it is a conversation of like how you want to structure your lineups and rotations. And I think going with Zaire Williams in that spot would be viable if the Grizzlies want to do that is what it sort of looks like. So it, it, I would say encouraging stuff from Zaire Williams so far in the preseason. Not overwhelming, but, but certainly encouraging. It sort of feels like they would love that to happen. Like you would love right. Zaire Williams to claim that spot. Um, who is going to be out of the rotation. It feels like LaRavia or Roddy or Concha, like who's not going to be in the rotation game one? Yeah, if you assume everyone's available, so that would put Marcus Smart in the starting lineup who we have not seen yet. Um, you know, whether it's Zaire Williams or Luke Kennard, the other one's going to be in the rotation. And then you, so you would have one of those guys, Tillman, Derek Rose, that gets you to eight. Aldama gets you to nine. So you're down to one spot. And I think it's pretty clear that it's Roddy, but Jake LaRavia, I'll say, my man is playing really hard whenever he gets into the game. Um, you know, I think Conchard's in that mix, too. And so, you know, if they're at full strength and, and you're, you're down to sort of a LaRavia, Roddy, Conchard for, for like the last role, I'd probably put Roddy in the lead for that. 
But one of the things they said they want for Jake is to be more aggressive offensively, and he's he's letting it fly. I mean, he's playing. He he's trying to do stuff. And so you saw in game one when he got in the game, he was just doing stuff, positive or negative. He was doing stuff. It wasn't you didn't forget he was out there. And then last night, twenty two minutes, sixteen points, six rebounds, gets a block, gets an assist, gets up fourteen shots, gets up ten threes. Like he's trying to make you make you remember that he exists. Uh, no, Marcus Smart, again, the word has been he will be ready for the opener. Do we expect to see him in a preseason game? Uh, they haven't said. I, I would be a little surprised. If, if they think he's going to be ready for the opener, I would be surprised if that was the first time he wears a Grizzlies uniform in a game ever. And so I, I sort of suspect that if, if, if he's healthy enough to play in the opener, that they'll at least give him a taste in one of the preseason games. But I, I've got no indication really on that. And what have you seen uh, from Derrick Rose so far? Um, you know, I, I think he is so far so good in terms of if you're, you know, if you're being, if, if you're remembering the role he was signed to, he was signed right. to play, right? Yeah. If you don't get ahead of it, um, he was signed to be the third string point guard, which with John Rand out 25 games, like gets you a lot of playing time early in the season. Um, who can who can give them a little bit of boost, a little scoring boost off the bench, um, and can be a veteran presence in the locker room. And I'd say, you know, so far so good on all those fronts. I, I think offensively, he looks to me like someone who even at 34, even after the injuries, not explosive anymore, but still has enough speed with the ball to, to turn the corner and get into the lane. Once he's there, again, not explosive anymore, but still has the craft to know how to get shots off and make shots in the in the paint. Um, those are really valuable things, you know, for a ball handler coming off the bench for your team. I think defensively he's going to be a negative, but, like, that's also not really surprising. It's a 34-year-old point guard who's had injury problems. Um, and so I, I think he'll I think he'll have nights. He'll have, he's going to have some nights this season where he comes off the bench and gives you eight, ten points in a quarter and gives you a big boost and helps you win a game. He'll have a lot of nights where he doesn't play. And so I, just, I, I suspect that's the way it's going to go. I guess the question is, over the first 25 – does he feel like he might be a credible backup point guard? He's a good third. Yeah, I think, third, yes. I, I, yeah. think that, I think I think that's the idea. I think his performance in two preseason games, like you know, fits that idea. I, I, he's certainly been credible on the floor in these two games. Um, so we'll see. I do think it's an interesting. Like I said earlier, I think they look they look really good with Bain at point guard. Right. And so these lineups with Bain and Kennard, Bain and, and Conchar. I think that stuff's looked good. And so to some degree, I see. you could get into, get into like a Derrick Rose or John Conchar question, right? And, to, you know, they do different things for you. How much do you value the creation off the dribble versus how much do you value being bigger defensively and having better rebounding and spot-up shooting kind of stuff? You know, there could be – I know that might sound weird to some people to debate Derrick Rose versus John right. Conchar, but it's 2023. And so I, I think that is an actual thing, you know? Um, talking to Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian – um, I think I'll focus more on the, I don't know if you've seen uh, the NBA.com GM survey. Um, I, I won, won, and 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 I'll get into that, I think, more tomorrow. But one that I thought was sneaky good call was current player who will make a good co-head coach someday or who will most apt to be a head coach someday. I don't know how they phrased it exactly. And the Grizzly who was in others receiving votes was Desmond Bain. Doesn't that – can't you totally see that, Desmond Bain being a head coach someday? Yeah, I guess so. Certainly has that kind of composure and, like, you know, his temperament seems like, you know, maybe a good fit for that. He's tough but calm kind of thing. 
but he's also just so it seems it seems weird to me to put that label on someone so young in their right, career. Right. It's just like, like, like right. get, get back to me in six or seven years <laughs> about whether you think, he, you know, let, let him reach his Garrett Temple phase or whatever before we, before we do that. Cause it's not a point guard. Typically it's point guards who, who sort of get that label. So I, I, I don't think it's like, it makes sense when you bring it up, but I, it would, I would not have thought to bring that up. Right. Um, all right. And then uh, Dylan Brooks. It was Jeffrey said it was fun to be able to see that headline and realize it had nothing to do with the Grizzlies. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, um, you know, it's hard to get into a play a guy's head like intent, not intent. I don't know. And at a minimum, he's sort of a reckless guy who's like swinging arms and hands around everywhere and like, you know, and, and does he get ejected if not a, if he doesn't have a track record of doing that at least twice? He's gotten tossed out of games at least twice. Uh, once against LeBron James in the playoffs, and once against. Donovan Mitchell in the regular season last year for doing the exact same thing. So there is a little bit of a track record there. Yeah. Um, all right, Chris. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.